Today's episode of Your Stories is brought to you by Field Notes. Field Notes brand USA-made memo books and other products, including seasonal limited editions. Visit fieldnotesbrand.com or 400 North May for more information. Your Stories is a wonderful opportunity to share all the highs and lows of being a nerd. You know that hobby you have that you don't talk to anyone about? It's a secret you don't like to share because it might make you feel weird. Maybe you're into something different. Uh, comic books, fantasy football, push-ups. Your stories, to me, has been this really kind and welcoming space where people just have the guts to be really honest and they share their voices and their stories with everyone there. No questions asked. Uh, I've heard stories about all those things. Uh, maybe not not a lot of push-ups. I maybe haven't heard a lot of stories about push-ups. The Nerdalogs is group therapy meets Toastmasters. I know there's always a place where my odd thoughts and unusual habits will be welcomed and championed in a warm, supportive environment by other nerds just like me. And what's fun is you'll see people in the audience one month, and then all of a sudden they uh, go up and tell their story. So your story becomes their story and their story is your story and then it's our story and then it's a podcast so it's everybody's story and then you've shared it and gosh that's great huh and even if you don't think you're a nerd you probably are it's easily the most midwestern thing i've ever been a part of everybody so this is uh this is your stories but it's not uh so let me explain what we're doing here we decided thank you joe for acknowledging my excellent introduction so we decided uh a few weeks ago that it would be cool to take your stories and have it be a weekly podcast because the listeners are there you know it's uh the chicago podcast co-op is there so guys why not we're all about the money right uh so (laughs) this seems like a cool thing to do and uh the thing is that there's four Mondays in August, and we needed something for that fifth Monday. And so we're going to try something today that I hope will become a regular thing. Uh, this is called Our Stories, and this is a bunch of people in the Nerdalogs telling stories. Because back when your story started, we used to do that a lot. And now, uh, which is great, we don't have to anymore because there's audience members who want to talk. But sometimes we have things to say, and, and hopefully that's what this podcast will be a platform for uh, so I am Eric Arno. I host Your Stories live and recorded. Uh, I also have two of my musical co-hosts here, Dwight Hassler yeah. and Jim Snedeker. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> Jim also co-hosts a podcast called Sad Clown Radio with Dale Zawada, which is worth mentioning. So Jim's a pro at this. Is it worth mentioning? It is worth we're mentioning. Not, we're not part of the... Of the cult. Oh, or what is it? Co-op. Co-op. The yeah. cult op, yes. Cult op. Chicago podcast cult op. We also have here today three members of the Nerdalogs who are going to be sharing stories. We have Mary Beth Smith. Hello. We have two Mary Beth Smiths, I guess. We have Joe Gennaro. Just one of me. Woo! Just one Joe. And we have Kevin Reeder. Hey. Yeah. And so here's the deal. You're going to hear this episode, hopefully, when we are in Seattle, Washington for PAX. And so what we're going to do today is is talk about Seattle, which is a great topic for an episode, obviously. Uh, guys, who's everyone's favorite band from Seattle? Mary Beth? Um, what bands are from Seattle? Oh, all right. We'll come back to you, Joe. <laughs> I mean, Nirvana? <laughs> okay. Dwight? Joe Gennaro and the Generettes. <laughs> Kevin? Green Day. <laughs> I should have gone around starting with Jim, and we would have given the real answers. I don't know. It's hard. There's so many good ones. Yeah. But I, I'd probably have to say Alice in Chains. Pearl Jam. Oh. I thought Pearl Jam was from Seattle, but um, now you know. I don't know if they would be my favorite band from Seattle. That's why I asked which one. I wanted to yeah. give an honest answer. Can an you guys answer. name 12 bands from Seattle for oh, us? Yeah. Yes, please. Queensryche? Mm-hmm. Obviously. Soundgarden? Yeah. Okay. Nirvana? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pearl Jam? Alice yep. in Chains? Jam. Yep. Five. Does Jimi Hendrix count? Sure. Do we count them? I'll, yeah, take, I'll take Jimmy, the Hendrix. Jimmy Hendrix experience. Yeah. Well, I think like two thirds of them are from England. <laughs> yeah, okay. Macle- Macklemore would part. be my favorite oh, right now. Yeah. Artist. Sure. Artist. Uh, 
Yeah. Okay. Joe Gennaro yeah. and the Generates. Joe right. Gennaro and the Generates. Yeah. yeah. Top ten for sure. So no, the answer is no, Kevin. Because yeah, we're, <laughs> we're not, not going to go on. With I it. thought that we were kind of dwindling in numbers over there. <laughs> as much as I love Kevin's hair, I can't come up with twelve or ten. Okay. Uh, every other band we named, including Joe Gennaro and the Generates, uh, I like more than Nirvana. I just didn't know they were. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle sound smells baby. like honesty. <laughs> so hey, let's let's quit with the yapping. I'll probably throw some some hot music drops in here because we don't have instruments today. But uh, Mary Beth, you're to my left. Let's start with you. What do you want to say about Seattle? Sure. Uh, so my relationship with Seattle, wow, for my entire life has been that my the entire mom's my who my mom's the entire. The entirety of my mom's side of the family. There we go. Ooh. Okay. All right. Deep breaths. Hey, editing break, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> and edit here. Um, <clears throat> here. The entire. <laughs> <laughs> Do it live. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Okay. <sighs> the entirety of my mom's side of the family lives in Seattle. Nailed it. By that, I mean that my mom's parents have always lived outside of or for most of my life lived outside of seattle and her only brother uh and his wife and their son uh lived outside of seattle so as a result of that while i was growing up in south carolina about as far away from seattle in the united states as you could get um we did not visit them very often and it was always kind of a bummer growing up we spent a lot of holidays with my dad's side of the family um and uh that was nice like that was you know our go-to for for any family gathering was with them but it was always kind of this weird nebulous thing to have um all of my other relatives on the other side of the country uh so when we did get to visit them uh it was kind of a big deal because we'd you know have to fly and i got pretty used to that and uh it was a you know just gorgeous scenery but when i always visited seattle it was as a family gathering you know it was never as a tourist or as an adult who was experiencing a new place it was just kind of like oh i'm going to visit you know my grandparents and my aunt and uncle um so going back last year uh for PAX in Seattle as I'm sure a lot of these uh stories will be associated with um it it was the first time I had seen any of them in years years and years like I think I can't even remember the last time I saw um my aunt and uncle and my cousin before that uh my grandmother uh is still alive going strong the first night that we were in seattle i met up with my aunt and uncle and my cousin and his uh i met his girlfriend who had been dating for years and years since they had been in college together so it was like this whole thing had been going on without being involved in it very much and we met and had dinner at like the cheesecake factory (laughs) which was for some reason just hilarious to me because it's like this big obnoxious chain and like i've been to the one in chicago once and it was kind of as a joke um and i uh so it just kind of like was somehow fitting that that was where you end up for for a big family uh gathering and reconvening and I caught up on you know I told them a lot about what I do for my job uh they obviously wanted to know about the nerdologs because uh, that was why I was there um and then a couple days later uh, pretty much that whole weekend for me was my responsibilities at PAX in terms of shows and um working booths and things like that and visiting my family I had like very little downtime which was fine that was like how I wanted it to be um the downtime I had I spent with my family um so one day I took a ferry out to Bainbridge Island, which is uh, in the Puget Sound outside of Seattle. Um, my uncle uh, used to, uh, maybe still does, uh, take the ferry from Bainbridge Island into Seattle every single day. So when we were there to visit, we would always take it. So these memories were just rushing back to me. I mean, you, you don't take ferries everywhere. You know, like it's like the only experience I'd ever had with uh 
with a ferry ride and it was so funny i was so adult and exhausted and like by myself that on those trips i used to like be surrounded by my family we would play cards just do things to like fill this time on a boat we'd go up on the top and watch all the scenery and everything but this time i was so exhausted that both ways they're out to Bainbridge island and back into seattle i just passed out just like laid down in a booth totally asleep like going out to Bainbridge island someone had to come wake me up um and i just the and by the we got there i had dinner with my aunt and uncle and got to see my grandmother um my aunt and uncle told me uh they kind of like helped me describe this um you know conference and the group and everything to my grandmother because you know she's an octogenarian like <laughs> everything is so far above her head um that i was glad that they had like taken the time and energy and really cared to like they were citing stuff that they had, like seen on the nerdologs website and stuff like that it was all just so sweet and we and they still live in the same house they did when i would visit them before so it's just like it was very interesting being there by myself as opposed to with my parents and my brother it made me feel very adult like the whole thing just made me very reflective on what that experience had been like as a kid versus what it was like now how different my life was um how what different like you know it was all just like dinner and conversation as opposed to like you know playing video games with my cousin like it you know the first time i played donkey congo was in seattle and that game is dope uh so i guess like the biggest thing i took away from that trip was i think we all had a lot of like perspective um in terms of what it felt like to be you know doing shows in a different city to big houses and um and you know under different billings than we're used to and we're used to being inundated by other comedy in chicago and and kind of being the the only game in town that night you know was a really different experience and i definitely went through that kind of perspective changes but because of that family aspect um it really kind of had me reeling and thinking about a lot of like life experiences and uh i'm really looking forward to getting in touch with them and getting to see them on this trip as well that's it that's awesome <laughs> Man, you're you're talking about taking a ferry ride, and I really just imagined Mary Beth on the back of a little sprite, <laughs> <laughs> flying around the city of Seattle. Like, look at that thing! That, that would be <laughs> so dope. That'd be pretty, that'd be pretty cool. But then she fell asleep on it. Yeah, I, I was holding it like, but it's my magic, my grip did not let go. <laughs> I was asleep, and the fairy had to dust me to wake me up at the end of it. <laughs> That's cool that you have family out there because I feel like part of our trips, it's it's almost, it feels like a retreat, or it did to me because like I don't really know anyone else in Seattle, so it was yeah. like all of us were just out there like in a house hanging out like some like sexy real world or something. Right. So that's so cool. That I mean, that, that's why I was so that's exhausted. That's my story, man. That's why I was so exhausted because it was like sexy real world by night and then yeah. like family time by day. <laughs> just having to switch those gears. Yeah, but like I couldn't have asked for more. It just meant I didn't get very much sleep while I was there. <laughs> I mean, that's really cool. Um, Especially with um, talking about the experience of that show and and um, just how it's different than, you know, one of the nights when we just do like a Thursday night show here or something that it was like a, a big deal. I mean, people were asking for our autographs after that show. That yeah. was the coolest. And it was such a foreign experience because that's not at all anything like ha- what happens <laughs> in Chicago. Yeah, we're nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Those You're not even listening weird. to this right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have your autograph later, Joe? Yes. Cool. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I guess the... I, I, can you guys relate to, um, like, having extended family that you don't see very often? <laughs> no. Why uh, <my>, <laughs> do you want to take that one? Uh, I, I mean, I don't see... I don't really see my family anyway, so I, I feel like even my immediate family is an extended family. Because <laughs> they, like... We moved around a lot, and, like, after I settled here in Chicago, everyone still moved away like i got my family my mom's out in boston so it's like yeah i mean i don't don't, yeah i don't see much family now i guess like when i was growing up i feel like maybe it's because like everyone that i knew their whole family lived locally like it was just like so common that it felt so like abnormal to have family that i like wasn't super close to even though you know when i did see him it was great 
I consider all my friends family here in this room. Me too, man. Oh, there you go. Boo. Um, <laughs> I'm disappointed to hear that, Dwight. <laughs> Finally, I'm still a proud disappointment, of you. A disappointment from my father figure. I'm just so happy, you know? Go do it again, Dwight. <laughs> Dwight, go mow the lawn. No, I'm actually going to go pour gasoline on my lawn so I don't have to mow it. That's a true story. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> my mom, when I, I hated mowing the lawn so much, I used to just pour gasoline on my lawn so I wouldn't have, so the grass would die and I wouldn't have to mow it. Boy, I, I, wow. I can't believe your mom doesn't want to see you more. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, dude. Would you huff it after? No, no, no. <laughs> That's so funny. You're just wasting it then. <laughs> Could you not tell? Like, weren't there patches that grew better than others? <laughs> I was very thorough. Like, I did, like... <laughs> <laughs> did you get out, like, a spray bottle and go no, the No, I would just, lawn? like, take the gas can, like, because, you know, mm-hmm. like, it had the little spout on it. And just, like, like, the one that was meant to, like, fuel down. the lawnmower? Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like you put as much effort into destroying <laughs> the lawn as it would have taken to mow it? That's so You true. walked over the whole yard. You, you could have just pushed the mower over the whole yard, too. <laughs> That's so true. It's the principle. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I guess the idea, too, is that, like, if it dies, you never have to do it again. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I definitely had a lot less to do later on. I, I mean, I, I can totally relate to it. We had some of the most BS chore duties to do around my yard as a kid because my parents moved out to uh, just outside of DeKalb, Illinois, when I was about 10, and we went from a a very small suburban lawn to two and a half acres oh, of grass. Yeah. And so it would take my dad five, six, seven hours every weekend to like have a riding lawnmower oh, and mow over the whole thing. Yeah. And he was pretty determined that if he was going to be out there working, his two boys were going to be out there working yeah. and doing stuff too. So he really hated when pine cones would get stuck in his lawnmower <laughs> blade. So my brother and I would sit on buckets and just pick up pine cones and put them in buckets oh. for hours. Oh. <laughs> I've never and really understood Yikes. why it's such a like, <laughs> why it's considered such a faux pas to not take care of your lawn. <laughs> like, I is that it. silly? Like, no, it's not. It's dumb. It <laughs> makes dumb no sense to me. <laughs> I, just pour gasoline on it. <laughs> you'll you'll, you'll get fined though. Like you will. You the can. village will find you. Yeah. I've gotten wow. I've gotten a, a two hundred dollar ticket from <gasps> from our village because if it gets above six inches, it's in the code they that can give you. That is yeah. absurd. They don't but they don't give everyone a ticket. They just sort of like yeah, I don't like Pick this and guy, choose. and I can and I will. That is absurd to me. I don't get that at all. I guess it's all just for appearances, which makes well, me hate it even more. Part of it is for appearances. I mean, I I think that if it gets too tall, it looks like an eyesore. Sure, but also yeah. like. Rats and stuff like uh, <laughs> uh, animals will live in the in tall grasses. It'll be just like a, a, a velociraptors. They well, live in the tall yeah. grass. Yeah, right, all, all you can see is their though. tails when they're coming at you. It's, yeah, terrible. it's terrifying. Where where did the shorn lawn look come from? Why not just not have yeah. grass? Yeah, in medieval times or Agreed. something. It was a sign of yeah. being well off that you could not only afford plants that will feed you, but just plants that are there to look at. Send the surface yeah. Is that to true? Cut it. I mean, I'm that sounds no. blade blade. accurate. Yeah. It's pretty close, I think. I mean, yeah. Historically. I'd put money on that. Yeah. You gotta, I get, guess. <laughs> gotta get that uh, hardcore history guy over here. What's his yeah. name? Steve Persh. Dan. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dan Harmon? Dan Harmon. <laughs> no, but I'm glad we, that's what I'm you guys both sure jumped to. Can we get Dan Harmon on this thing? That'd yeah, be great. Let's get him. Yeah. Right. No, Kevin. Dan Harmon no, is the creator. I, I know, okay. I, know. I was like, no. you looked like you were still trying to be like, I'm I pretty really sure his name's Har- Dan Harmon. I really thought no. Harmon was in the name somewhere, though. It's Dan Sharman? Claire, Claire would know. <laughs> of you course. squeeze him. She listens to that. So, Kev, you, you had mentioned that, uh, that MB story, or, or someone's response to it kind of touched on oh. what you wanted to say. Do you want to? <laughs> I, I think it was I the was, real world thing. I was joking, but it, I definitely. Dan the, Carlin. Carlin, that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it does sound a lot alike, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, in junior high, the one real world uh, series that I actually watched was the Seattle. That's so Seattle funny. One. Mm-hmm. And it was a really good really good real world yeah. I, I, I watched didn't really want to expound on that <laughs> but <laughs> if uh, if anyone else is a comics fan that's where judd winnick's career began he roomed with uh pedro pedro mora i think uh, who had hiv and that was his first graphic novel pedro and me which oh, wow. was based on their time in the real world hmm. 
Oh, yeah. cool. I thought right. you were referring to that you just got started in Seattle. I didn't realize they were like that they got started on real world. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh that's where Judd Winnick's career that's came so from. That's so interesting. Yeah. Hmm. There's a pretty great graphic novel scene out in Seattle, right? Fanta Graphics. Is yeah. And um right? friend of the Nerdalogs RJ uh RJ Casey yeah. works for Fanta Graphics now. So yeah, there's a good indie comic scene in Seattle. And a good music scene. Can we name 12 bands from Seattle? Can you name 12 graphic artists from Seattle? <laughs> no. <laughs> I definitely can't. I like coffee. <laughs> Co- yeah. coffee. There's coffee in I Seattle. Like coffee. That's true, yeah. Starbucks, mm-hmm. Seattle's best. <laughs> Those are t- That's it. That's Is that all a I statement know. or are you listing two That's coffees? It. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I can name more coffees out of Chicago yeah, probably same. at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to move on to another story? Sure. Oh, I was going to keep naming things. Can we name yeah. 12 seafoods? No, but we should probably go to another story. Uh, seafood lasagna. Clams. Um, oysters. oysters. Cucumbers. Shrimps. No. Lobster. I'm listing seafoods. Um, oh. N- cauliflower. <laughs> Carp. <laughs> Hamburgers. Corn on the cob. That's double C. <laughs> Catfish. <laughs> Oh, I got it now. <laughs> that took a while. That's, I think I said fuck you before anyone else knew what you were doing. <laughs> I thought you were conflating like vegetables with seafood as things you don't like. I didn't get mm-hmm. the wordplay. Yeah, that's why I, I had to get the double. What was the first one you said? Carrots. Carrots. So they were just all vegetables. They were yeah. vegetables. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I, I didn't start listening until you're about five. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when they show. It's like when you see like a number pattern, and it's yeah. like, well, can you find the pattern here? And you think <laughs> yeah. you have it, but that you're totally off base. It's <laughs> which, like, which is like a really apt analogy for conversations with a lot of us. <laughs> that <laughs> is when we're doing games. Yeah, uh-huh. that is true. Uh, so yeah, do you want to, Kevin? Uh, I assume you're not actually going to talk about the real world. No, do you want to? Do you want to share? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I was thinking a lot about it, and I think for us, see, the going to PAX is really a lot of our first access points to thinking about uh, Seattle as a place. Uh, you know, three years ago now was the first time I had ever gone up there uh, with Cards Against Humanity for the first sort of show stuff that we did, and it was a lot of fun. Um, uh, a quick memory before I dive into a story story was when we were out there, I had the most Seattle moment I think I could have being a person visiting that city. I was out walking around and there was um a what looked what appeared to be a homeless youth walking around with a boombox uh tied around their neck and blasting out of that boombox was Macklemore. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, this is Seattle! Yeah! It just it felt so good. It felt so good. I'm like, I can't believe... Because that was when Macklemore was really new and yeah. a big thing. And I'm like, what is happening? Yes! <laughs> um, but I was trying to think about Seattle in terms of you know what it means to me uh, and, and sort of some foundational moments in my life. Um, and I always think about Microsoft, Microsoft, uh, being out of there and sort of how that, that has indirectly shaped my life. And it, it got me thinking about how terrible Windows is. Uh, <laughs> and I'm sure everybody has a litany of stories, but mine has to do with a very awkward moment in high school and revolving around pornography. Um, so, so I, I know I can't believe I'm telling this story, but I'm going to tell it. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, as a dude in high school, when mm-hmm. porn is not a thing that you can really readily get your hands on, you, it's sort of, it's a, it's a drug in a lot of ways. You can't really find it and you don't really have access to it. Now, you know, everywhere we go, it's just, it's a thing. It's there. It's all over the place. Um, but a lot of dudes have, have their buddies to be like, Hey man, you got to check this out. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so, you know, some of me and my buddies, we, we had a couple of, of those things and, uh, my friends were like really hard up. <laughs> no, uh-huh. saying, yeah, no, no pun intended there. Uh, and I was like, all right guys, I got something for you. And so I had an uh, not the old school floppy floppy disks, but what I always thought of as a hard disk, which is now a floppy disk, which three is the half. small three, three, and th- half. three and a half. Thank you. And I was like, hey guys, here you go. I know you're having a hangout tonight. Can't be there. 
<laughs> this one's on Daddy Kev. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great time. And it it was it was uh there's probably like four photos on that whole dro- on that whole disc, and they were all just you know taste very tasteful, uh-huh. respectful, well photographed images of women with their tops off. That's hot. And uh <laughs> but man, that was that was hard to come by in them days. Uh and so my friends they looked at it and they couldn't apparently there was some function of like most recently viewed documents when you pulled up your start mm. button on on Windows yes. and they couldn't figure out how to get those photos off of there even though oh. it was on a disc the memory of the computer yes. still yeah. uh still had it tied in there and so my friends were freaking out and he my one friend a loose friend will <laughs> uh was in, like not that close of a friend right okay. maybe one a friend or just rem- loose like, a friend <laughs> we would hang at the lunch table together but this was not one of my besties but i thought i was doing a solid you know <laughs> uh i'm like this is this is a friend move here i'm looking out for you uh he was very ready and willing to sell me up the river immediately oh. For being the the reason that that happened to his computer, and then I said, "Guys, all you need to do is open like four other files, and <laughs> it will be forgotten." Yeah. And then they felt like idiots, and I was like, "I'm not gonna be this kid's friend anymore." <laughs> so yeah, that's my sort of that's my tie. <laughs> my that's stupid so tie. funny. So did you were the pictures named like redhead titties? <laughs> no, I was not. I was not obvious like that. I think I just numbered them. I think they were just numbered one. So do they know six. that they were all they, numbered two? If they two, were just reading two, them off the disc, and the disc wasn't in there. It would have just said like insert disc. Maybe. No, that actually still showed the file. Like okay, showed so the they photo put it on the hard drive. And maybe it uh, had like a thumbnail or something. Yeah. Something like that. You know what the yeah. easiest thing to do is just wipe the hard drive and reinstall <laughs> Windows. <laughs> <from scratch>. oh, <laughs> just a couple of strong magnets and case closed. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, did anybody else have like uh, oh man, man. Oh, their porn had, rings? Oh in man, oh, high yeah. school or junior high? Cool, uh, oh really? It's, it's weird, like. Is it just like a guy your thing? Your friends are just like, yes. hey, let's, okay. let's watch this porn. You're I have just, some thoughts, but I'll so let you guys weird. do this like, first. You're watching porn with your buddy. Oh, yeah. It's just like, yeah, we're it's, yeah, that look, is so naked weird girls. To me. It's naked yeah. girls, you, awesome. But yeah. it's just like, you're oh, watching you, it with your friend. This is you so weird. If you don't have the means to do it by yourself, yeah. that's the only that's access you, you have to it. And it's totally worth it. It's just like taking a trip to the bank, you know? It's like, oh, you're going to... You're it's like two buddies going to the bank, and then the like bank? later on they use the money. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. It's like I know how it works. Oh, Just because I wasn't there with fucking a penis, I wanted to jam on all the time. I still like no. <laughs> That, that is jam very on. much the junior high and high school ex- experience yeah. for a lot I of dudes. I still want to jam on my penis. Like I said, <laughs> I, I have <laughs> some thoughts, but I want you guys to, like, share, uh, like, so the I, stories of this. My favorite surreptitious porn story, I'm going to borrow this from our friend Steve, not Nerdalog Steve, but you guys Wait. know the Steve I'm talking oh about. Oh, God. Uh, God. The story, so, so please tell so it. So Steve yeah, uh, had a really, he thought, super clever way of hiding his porn stash because he would get <laughs> DVDs off the internet. Oh, you and can just save, shave it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I get it. Good job. No, that, was, that was great. Oh, that was awesome. Great job. High five across the room. I Good think job. he like joined the Columbia House DVD club just to get cheap <laughs> DVDs that he would then put the porn he bought online in so he could shelf them with his regular movies and no one would be the wiser. And he would refer to them as his special editions. So like one day I was over at Steve's house and he had two copies of The Matrix and I was like, Steve, why do you have two Matrix? And he's like, oh, this one's my special edition. And he opens it up and it's like, I don't know, some horrible fucking x-rated movie mm-hmm. um so of course one day his parents decided they wanted to watch the matrix and they went into his room and <laughs> as it happens they chose a special edition a dice roll yeah exactly i have like an opposite as kind of opposite story my dad found an extra copy of the movie triple x with Vin Diesel in like a movie that he got from Blockbuster. 
So he did not rent Triple X. It was just like in the same case as something else. So he kept it, but we didn't have a case for it. So he like put a piece of paper in a blank DVD case, DVD case that said like Triple X, the movie. And he like tried really hard to make it not just look like a blank DVD case that had Triple X on it. But my mom found it and she came to me and was like, I think she knew that it was my dad's but she was like do you know what this is and i took it from her and i knew it was in there so i took it from her and like opened it and was like mom it's just a movie please can we not talk anymore about this thing? <laughs> i didn't know where that was going yeah not that like, this guy with like oh triple x and he starts licking his lips and no. like, sits down and puts it in like oh yeah you know it's vin <laughs> diesel yeah. Yeah. and then he goes even better. <laughs> I, he really just oh, he just wanted to keep this like free copy of the movie Triple X. Like, and there, I, as far as I know, there were no other like. Uh, I would, I'd love if if t- to avoid confusion, he's like, oh, I get it. I'll draw Vin Diesel on the front, like, a big bald it looks head, like a dick. just like yeah, it tapers it, a little bit here, yeah. and then like you he see puts, his shoulders, and then a lot he, of veins. He, he puts yeah. it like driving Real a car, yeah. and it still looks like a penis. <laughs> going to be going into this Why is there this dick gray? car on this cover? <laughs> now no one will be confused. <laughs> My wife. <laughs> My life. This is just I a mean, special reminder for everybody listening. If you have children in the room. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why are they listening? This is NSFW. <laughs> and NSFK. Kids. Oh, is that like a thing? Kids. No, I, I just made that up. What was, your, po- what was your porn ring? Man, any mo oh. <laughs> thinking about porn and jamming on my dick was like <laughs> Thank you for using the proper terminology. You know, was like everything that filled in between in between every other conscious thought. It <laughs> <laughs> was just like yeah. it. That was like the subplot to my life was man. I would love to see some titties. If we made a stand by me for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, man, I, I don't know. I, I feel like we we were in a very small window of of uh, dial up yeah. porn access, mm-hmm. which That's was so true. the most frustrating and rewarding uh. thing at the same time. Just seeing hair. Forehead, <laughs> eyes, and then it stops. Oh, yeah, sweet. and then mom, get off the phone. I'm doing homework. Um, my dad had VHS tapes, and I remember you've talked about this, where mm. you would uh, mark the. Uh, I'm, I'm not pointing at anybody in this room. I'm not pointing at anybody in this room. But I said I remember you talking about it. I'm pointing to a ghost. The listener, you. The listener, yeah. The you know the the editorial you. That that was not recorded. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was the idea. That was, that was the idea. That was never a recorded story Some, in the ether. <laughs> somebody, uh, I recall, um, uh, commenting that when they would watch their father's VHS tapes, they would mark the minute and second that they they got it on, so they could go back to that moment. That way, if any other, if anybody had remembered where they left That's off, brilliant. you were well, you were an early Mister Skid. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I did the same thing, except I would rewind. That way, I could watch up and just get closer to the the end point. And, but then I had the this thought of like, oh man, did my dad like jam on this same scene? Oh. <laughs> we, do we share? Yeah, the, if you if you didn't think it was weird enough to be jamming next to your buddy. <laughs> How no, weird no, is it no. to be we never jammed? No, 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 the buddies that would jam together. Oh, I'm sure that's And they thing, do yeah. zany things like, I'm going to jam into your ball cap and not tell you. Oh, <laughs> my Those are friends. God. Those are not they were like besties. No. Oh, oh bro, my. you got me. <laughs> <laughs> Why does my hat taste funny? <laughs> Why are you licking your hat? <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> uh, I also remember one time I was uh, at a friend's house. Uh, the same friend who I tell a monologue about about uh, breaking up with me. Um, we were at his house in the basement, a group of oh. us, and we. You, I think a lot of us. You would go to those um, cable channels where there was porn, but it was just you know fuzzy and oh, green yeah. and pink and like. It's not bread and butter. For some reason, <laughs> we landed on a channel and it came through clear. It shouldn't have, Holy but it grail. did. 
And then I dropped the remote and changed the channel. Oh, and no. we couldn't get it back. No. I was a pariah. That That's day. why he oh, friend no. broke up with you. Holy Because he wanted a gym on his dick and you got, you clock blocked him. It was a girl taking a bath in milk. <laughs> I remember oh, this. It was I milk? You told me yeah. That. For sure. Well, it was some <laughs> white liquid. Oh. <laughs> do you think glue, it was, glue, do you think it was jam glue. sauce? <laughs> <laughs> they just call that jam. <laughs> Also, it, she was taking a bath in a hat full of jam. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was, it was, it was, you, you got, got me, bro. It was, you got me, bro. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> you guys better watch out in Seattle, man. Don't leave your hats out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna just buy a bar, a jar of jam and like <laughs> grape jelly. Somebody's That's gonna like get a worse. <laughs> no, Joe, it's not. I don't know. No, it's not, dude. <laughs> As someone who's been around on the, what what? As someone who, Uh as someone who sometimes will have jam (laughs) around me, (laughs) I would rather it be jam (laughs) than jam. All right, there's fair. times that's and fair. places that you want jelly, and there's times and places that you want jam. Yeah. <laughs> and there's acceptable moments for both. Yeah. Cool. Like the bus, jelly. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely if I'm on the bus, I don't yeah. want surprise jam. <laughs> surprise jelly, I would still be upset. Yeah, I'd be like, man, I sat boy, in, in jelly. <laughs> if, if I sat uh, in jam... <laughs> How do you guys feel about preserves? <laughs> love I love the chunks in preserves. You know? <laughs> oh, brother. All right, so... Uh, Wait, can I... Yeah. Where are you going with this? I was going to transition, but... Yeah. Okay, I have one more thought on this as uh, the lone female in the room. Um, Thank God you're here. It's so funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we could you jam all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 fucking dick jams jam all day. Uh, I was just... It's so funny. Um, I was just in a conversation very recently. I don't remember how it started, but one of my friends said that he had once (laughs) 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 masturbated in a church bathroom to a deck of naked playing cards. (laughs) So because this story was like so extreme and it was the first story that got shared, these like four or five guys just went around the circle and all shared like the most ridiculous place that they had ever masturbated. Oh, d- oh, <laughs> and like one guy was like, well, my roommate in college literally never left our room and I didn't feel comfortable doing it while he was there. So I would go to this single use bathroom yeah. in the library and people would always need to use it while I was in there. <laughs> so I just explain, I'm pooping. I'm pooping. I'm going to, I'm going to poop. Yeah. And there was, uh, I'm trying to think, Oh, someone had done it in the car while the rest of his family was in the car. Oh! Yeah, like, he told yeah. his story and everyone else was like, well, <laughs> like, that's it, I guess. Um, and, I, and like, there was one other guy who was like, I don't know, man, like, I was raised Catholic. I feel like I just had too much shame to really, like, go out of, you know, bounds. I can't think of a ridiculous story. And everyone just kind of looked at me and was like, guys, I got, like, a way later start than you did. <laughs> So that's all I was going to say is, like, it's just a different, I mean, it's like, com- you know, the different, like, hormonal levels yeah. of gender for sure. And then there's still women that I know who, like, were much more, like, s- like sex-obsessed than, mm-hmm. like, most of the other women they were around, which made them feel very, like, strange like they didn't even you know as as little as a way that guys know how to process it like if you imagine that like you don't even have someone to like have that conversation with uh then you're like even more lost um yeah there's a lot of shame associated with coming of age regardless of gender exactly man yeah we all all us dudes definitely we're like yeah exactly we came of age together right right (laughs) yeah the yeah so that that was all i was gonna say is share those like two stories of just being like "Mm, i got nothing guys like (laughs) sorry uh my bed i don't know (laughs) (laughs) and and, uh (laughs) yeah and then like the idea that there there are women who like exist in that you know desire uh but it's like 
so much less accepted as something that like women have to that women go through when they're younger do you know what it's called when um michael jordan or tom brady masturbate <laughs> jock jams <laughs> <laughs> so uh joe i understand you have something you want to share about seattle as well yeah. let's uh let's let's do joey here <laughs> hello um uh, I've been out to Seattle twice. Uh, both was with the Nerdalogs uh, over the past two years, and we're going to be lucky enough to be there again uh, when this podcast drops. Plippity plops. Yeah, it'll be out the Monday we're there. Plops. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's been a great experience both times. Um, I, I, <laughs> um, I have an anecdote from my first year there that it's one of my favorite stories to tell. Um, <laughs> it, it's... <laughs> I don't think it has like a, a big pop of an ending, but it's just a truthful story of, of uh, um, interconnected happenings. Um, so 2013 was our first year out there, um, Labor Day weekend, and uh, four of us from the Nerdalogs uh, got to go, and we were going to do, and uh, we did, an improvised game of Cards Against Humanity on stage. Um, we got to meet Seattle improvisers. Uh, we were going to partner up with them, so it was four of us and like six or eight of them. Um, and uh, I think that the Thursday or the Friday of that weekend, we meet up with them. We go through the the theater space. You know, um, the person who's kind of running the show, the producers, just kind of talking about what's going to happen. Expectations. We're we're up in one of the booths, uh, kind of overseeing <laughs> the whole house and stage. And she asks, "Does anybody have any questions?" <laughs> I give it a moment to see if anybody has any real questions before I get to my <laughs> selfish question. Nobody does, so I, I just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's the deal with Washington State Initiative 101? <laughs> um, which I had researched. I believe that's the number four. I had researched on the trip out there, which was the uh, legalization of recreational cannabis. Um, <laughs> you know, and I feel like if you use that word, you're judged less. So, no. <laughs> um, and you're covering up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's like the most PC way that you yeah. could have said that. Oh, yeah. But I, I – because I – these were strangers. I had met them, you know, a half an hour earlier, hour earlier, and I didn't want to, like, overstep my bounds and, like, make anybody feel weird. But, you know, I, I asked that question, and they kind of laughed. And they're like, well, that doesn't really take effect until January 1st for, for like, legal rec- recreational stuff. I was like, oh, okay. And then this one improviser just pulls a baggie out of her purse and goes, but if you want some, I have some. And I was like, yes, please. <laughs> uh, she, she empties a little matchbox, dumps out the matches, and packs this little sucker full, um, passes it off. It's me and uh, one other uh, Nerdalog member at the time uh, were, were partaking. partaking. Thank you. Um, and we managed to, uh, you know, uh, late at night, after we've um, uh, fulfilled all of our duties and obligations, we're out at the hotel, and we go outside and come back inside and play some magic and, you know, <laughs> do whatever. And it, it's great. We don't make it through half of this matchbox because this stuff was – I kissed, I kissed my fingers and moved them away from my mouth. Um, <laughs> you, you know what that is. He kissed me. Yeah, it's Dwight's fingers. Um, <laughs> you want to jam later, bro? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we enjoyed the couple of days that we're out there and, and definitely share it with anyone who, who's interested. Um, but, you know, we're, we're about ready to fly out. What, what were you going to say? I was going to say you mentioned uh, Washington State Initiative 101. <laughs> like, that's like the way that you introduce it. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, do you hear about this? <laughs> want to talk about it somewhere? you want to do some research? Um, but, yeah, th- th- there were plenty of people who, who enjoyed. But, again, we, we didn't finish it all, and we, we had to leave. So I decided to share it with um, a very popular game maker. The, <laughs> the, the pass-off happens <laughs> at um, – their booth um and uh uh, my friend puts it in in a little box or a little bag that's that's behind the table and uh you know i'm like have fun good luck we're out of here later heard that he was never able to access it because they had given it away to a customer who had made a purchase on accident and they never heard from whom so apparently it was okay oh wow yeah (laughs) So the, oh, that, uh, if that's, that's me, if that's if that's me getting the bag and I find it and it's not just like, uh, you know, in a suitcase or something <laughs> that gets, you know, ravaged or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like I, bullet holes. Like how 
I mean, and like Joe could, would probably agree with me. How dope would that be? <laughs> like, <laughs> if you're just like, what's what's this bonus? Why is this Matchbox in here? Whoa! <laughs> is Matchbox I, 20 from Seattle? No. Okay. Uh, to answer Mary Beth's question, I think it would be real dope. Yeah, I was. <laughs> that's why I paused before. <laughs> no, guys, because dope has like a double. Anyway, the band, <laughs> the band dope is from Seattle. Uh, there's a movie. Dope if you, but old. if you like that, that's really both funny and scary because maybe that person never looked at that bag, wherever they got it from, mm-hmm. whatever was inside of it, and just threw it in their suitcase, and they're like, at a at the fucking. That's like, what I'm saying. Airport. Like, if you <laughs> if that doesn't happen, <laughs> right. it would be cool. Yeah. If that does happen, it would be. I mean, because I. I've heard this story before. Yeah. Joe's told us this story. Yeah. Um, but like, and I know that there was a lot of like n- remorse and like, you know, uh, like some guilt involved. Cause mm. like Kevin was saying, like, what if that did happen? Mm. Yeah. But you know, it never, it never it, got like talked about again. If yeah. you found, if you just found a bag of drugs, <laughs> regardless, <laughs> like, would you do it like assorted drugs what like if if you found that in your bag Mm -hmm. and you're like whoa this is crazy no if it's heroin yes (laughs) that seems way too dangerous i think it's sketchy right you don't know where it's coming from i think it it probably depends on the the exact scenario it depends it depends i would say it depends i'm not gonna like take an unmarked you know but well i wouldn't take like any not you know like, like you didn't find it on a i wouldn't take anything but yeah. <laughs> green anyway so uh-huh. like <laughs> can i just say this is like two years ago joe you asked us to please take down the story from the website that you told on a previous year mm-hmm. stories about uh smoking because yeah. of a job interview I, I don't care the reason that i i didn't want it was because i had an upcoming audition for a children's television show <laughs> oh, i got flown out to philadelphia and i was that's like, a story i want to hear yeah <laughs> that well, inspired wait. me to write a sketch I forgot that. That's right. Yeah, yeah shit. For, uh, the screw these guys. Yeah, right? yeah. Because we did a show where uh, all the nerdlogs had like alternate timelines in their lives, and uh, I wrote a story about how Joe became like someone who was the <laughs> face of a children's show. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was very poor working. I'd watch that. It was great. Yeah, it was. I would. I would too. I did. Goose is the star of the show. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are the tags on this going to be like? Porn, <laughs> Seattle, children's drugs, shows, and jam. <laughs> jam. Jam. For sure, jam. Uh, jam. Hashtag innuendo for masturbation. <laughs> Hashtag jam. Jam on our dicks. You know what, what I was thinking about? Actually, the the first time you were in Seattle was when Nerdalogcast debuted two years ago. Yeah. So this is like, I guess, kind of a new Nerdalogcast. Yeah, but less less bitty, but not completely unbitty. It's not bitless. Not bitless. Yeah. Correct. It's bitful. It's what, bitly. What uh, What year did we go out to Seattle? So yeah, uh, I I didn't plan on telling a story, but Dwight, thank you for the segue. Uh, no, I'll just mention I've been there twice oh, no. before. We went on vacation in 2013, like right before you guys went there for Nerdalogs, because I didn't go the first year, uh, and I really love Seattle. And I really loved it last year. And guys, I think I'm going to love it this year. That was my three act story. (laughs) 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 It didn't have a lot of growth. It was just you liked it, you liked it. Where was the heightening? Yeah. (laughs) When was where was the call to action? Guys, you're supposed to embrace us, not put people down. Oh, I'm not putting you down. I'm just asking five minutes, not ten seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Boom, baby. (laughs) (laughs) You just got jammed. (laughs) (laughs) You just got jammed. I mean, I to be real, like Seattle. That's the trip where I talked about this in another your stories, but that's where I started playing Magic again was Seattle, Portland, which changed oh, my life. That's so, right. Uh, our vacations you have a way of played. doing. Uh, oh man, that's such a good story. Stop listening to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've already done just all kidding, the damage we can. This is almost <laughs> over. After you listen to this, go look up when Eric told it. Will you put that in the notes? Sure. Yeah. Because it's so good. Like I didn't even know that as your friend, I did not know that that like that trip. You started playing magic again, like where magic was started. Yeah, where it was born. Yeah. 
and then came back and like within a few months started working at one of the biggest magic retailers in the country. Yeah, like, I, I can go ahead and name them because there's no drug uh, malfeasance. <laughs> well, well, you know, not anymore. I won't. Ah, not anymore. Guess that's true. someone's gone. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's just very cool. Um, so I think that that that's like the story you would have told here, basically. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I but I it's already of, been told. I think since since at least my comic shop closed, so 2010, like. Every year since then has been defined by, in some way by, like, a city I've gone to. And I think for me, even though I just told you that story, like, 2013 was Portland because that's really where magic happened. Mm-hmm. 2014 was <laughs> Seattle magic for me. Like, Seattle was kind of the defining city of my last year. Just that whole experience being with you guys and in front of those people. I don't know. It was it was the best. So I think this year it was L.A., but I'm still looking forward to Seattle 2.0. So, nice. Yeah. Yeah. 3.0. Whatever. Yes. Yeah. Different. There's some, there's some real shit for you. All real right, anyone else dude. got any closing remarks? Yeah. So if you're hiding porn, <laughs> the, the best way I've ever concocted it. You remember the old CD cases before they were clear and they were just like black. Yeah. You mm-hmm. pop that out. You put oh, the DVD yeah. under there. Pop it back in. No one's ever even going to accidentally find that it. That is so funny. And if you use a rigor mortis album. No one's ever even going to open it up to get the CD out. <laughs> but the but the hilarity of it being rigor mortis right, yeah. and someday going to get your dick hard. <laughs> I used to just Jim hide mine out in the open. More like rigor more dick. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, Jim, did you did you pick the rigor mortis CD because it was going to get your dick hard? No. I mean, back then, I think anything just could because... go and get my dick hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. When you're, like, 17, like, a slight breeze, you're just like, damn. <laughs> I need that slight breeze had some right really now. great boobs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because literally, no one would ever open that. I didn't even listen to that album. <laughs> so, like, no one I knew that's what you that. meant. I but, knew that's what you yet meant. But yet it was the album you opened the most. <laughs> Kids these days will never know that. They'll never have to hide a DVD, and they won't have a CD case to hide it. Yeah, in. their stories will just be like, remember the first time you found out that you can open an incognito window? Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird how like porn has really pushed technology forward so much, though. Yes, you know? oh, yeah. true. Like, uh, I think the porn industry... Uh, uh, sorry, the porn industry is like responsible for DVDs being the big thing. No, uh, it was Blu-rays. Blu-ray, yeah, they yeah. picked Blu-ray. Yeah, they picked Blu-rays yeah. instead of uh, like HD DVDs. Yeah. So, like, obviously, HD DVDs, like, died away. I had an HD DVD player. Did you really? Uh, yeah, I never put a movie in. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, too busy watching porn. Would they play oh, yeah. regular DVDs? I don't, I, I don't even. <laughs> I don't even think. He never put a DVD in, Mary Beth. I didn't know yeah. that there were, like, designated HD DVD players. Yeah. He just put a pop can in it, opened the tray. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't hold a can of Coke while I'm jamming. <laughs> my, my Coke Do you holder. jam with both hands? <laughs> yeah, but the the left is just rooting me up. <laughs> go, 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 go. Oh, okay, wait. All right, I have to tell this story now. Weirdest thing is, oh, Joe okay. is left-handed. <laughs> I like Wait, a challenge. Dwight, should I tell the story? <laughs> what? The go, go. Oh, no, yeah. That's, you know oh, what? Yeah, that's a story dude. for another day because oh, sure, we're, sure. we're about out of time. But Teaser. I got, yeah, I'm such a tease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the first Our Stories. Uh, we'll be back to do this again with new voices and old. Anyone want to say goodbye? I guess we should all say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Bye. Your Stories is a proud member of the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you like Your Stories, you might also try Improvised Star Trek. Improvised Star Trek is an improvised parody of Star Trek featuring the adventures of the crew of the USS Sisyphus, a slightly less enterprising starship. You can catch up with the show at theimprovisedstartrek.com. This has been a Nerdalogs production. For more on the Nerdalogs and our shows, please go to www.nerdalogs.com.
thank you all, thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.